0: Hi everyone, Gavin here. Welcome to another episode of the Stoic Moment Podcast. Thanks a lot for joining me for today's episode and apologies for the gap between now and the previous episode. I'm working on quite a handful of episodes all in one go and hopefully there will be less of a delay in between. Um, just as a side note, it's, um, today's episode is just a starting point on the Stoic idea of testing our perceptions It was difficult to know when to stop talking about this, but for the sake of keeping the episode brief and uh, succinct, I've stopped where I have for a reason. So I will definitely continue elaborating on it in future episodes. But for today, I really hope you enjoy the narrative and uh, the story that I've included in today's episode. Please check us out on all of the social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, would love to hear from you. Enjoy the show. This is Hold It Up to the Light. Hold it up to the light. On a BBC radio show today, the viewers were asked to call in regarding the problem of wild rabbit populations. In particular, those who wander into graveyards and eat the flowers and plants placed by loved ones on the graves of those they have lost and wish to pay their respects. The show featured callers who were frustrated and even angered at the behaviour of the wild rabbits which would often eat, part or sometimes all of the expensive flowers the grieving had brought and presented to the array of stones, plinths and monuments. The show consulted a gardening expert to provide tips and advice on how to deter or prevent this from happening as the families and loved ones would repeatedly return to find their flowers had been decimated by the animals. Suggestions ranged from simply choosing different flowers which were less desirable for the rabbits, sprinkling pepper and vinegar around the flowers, and even bizarre ideas like wrapping human hair around the flowers. Listeners called the rabbits pests and a huge annoyance, and the callers felt that their efforts to offer the flowers as a means of respectful remembrance was being spoiled by the animals, and they were running out of patience and running out of non-harmful solutions. Another caller, a florist, recommended covering the flowers in hairspray, but she admitted that she didn't know if this would only act as a deterrent or if if it was, in fact, poisonous to the animals. The consensus on the matter was that the rabbits were pests and that they needed to be stopped unless they continued to destroy the mementos laid by those attending the graves. At the end of the section came a final call from a woman, a mother, a mother who had lost her son many years ago. She told the host of the show that not only did she accept that the animals were eating the flowers she lay down, but that she also lay seeds for birds to eat and nuts for the deer, encouraging the wild animals and attracting them specifically to the grave. Interesting, responded the surprise presenter. All our other callers have been racking their brains trying to find a solution to the problem and you're taking steps to bring more animals to the grave. Why would you do that? She asked because then he's not alone, responded the mother, speaking of her son who had passed in an accident 23 years before. I still miss him every day, she added. Silence briefly. Then the section ended with a musical interlude and the channel moved on with the rest of its broadcast. Perspective is essential. For us to be able to acknowledge that what we see and what those around us see is a matter of perspective and of perception, It's the sense we make of the information that we're presented with and what we do with that information with regards to what meaning it has for us. If the number six is drawn in the sand and two people stand opposite each other to look upon it, only one will see the number six while the other will see a nine. The form in the sand is unchanged but the perspective of the individual influences their judgment of their experience. Epictetus has many quotes that underline the utmost importance of understanding the role of our perceptions and how they play a part in pretty much everything else. It is not so much what happens to you as how you think about what happens, he spoke. Crucially, this is where the Stoics suggest we are empowered to look upon something rationally and withholding an emotional response if we are able to judge that one is not required. Or if it is, then for us to be able to choose what meaning we assign to it. What it means to us is our choice, and our choice alone. People are not disturbed by things, but by the views they take of them. Again spoke Epictetus. People can have access to the same events, inputs, conversation, information, actions, knowledge, circumstances, resources. It is the decisions they make on how they perceive any and all of these that determines what they do with it. As Lucretius once said, what is food to one man is bitter poison to others. And this is an example of exactly what we're discussing in today's episode. So, if you're faced with something that on the surface at least seems unfavourable, do not immediately attach and fix that meaning toward it. Don't let the force of an impression, when it first hit you, knock you off your feet. Just say to it, hold on a moment. Let me see who you are and what you represent. Let me put you to the test. A final epictetus quote pause and question it a little further hold it up to the light and examine it more before deciding take this moment of decision as yours and yours alone don't be swayed the choice you make is yours it is not the thing that needs to bother you it is the view that you take of it and depending on how you think about it it can be whatever you make it is it bad that the animals are eating the flowers or is it good Or are the animals just eating the flowers? Is it a six or is it a nine? The choice is yours. Don't forget that.